It's day four of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Well, day four of the need. Romans 3, 19-20 tells us, Now we know that whatever the law says, it, speak to, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped, and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. You see, Israel refused to obey God. Joshua 5, 6 tells us that those who brought God brought out of Egypt walked for 40 years in the desert because of their disobedience. After Moses and Aaron's death, God rose up Joshua to usher his people into the promised land. God had given them his law to show them how to please him, but they couldn't do it. They were incapable of pleasing God on their own. So they sacrificed their, their prized rams and bulls and goats. They, they offered their first fruits to atone for their inability to serve God faithfully, to love God earnestly, and to live without sin. There had to be a better way. God was preparing for his people a better way. He was preparing the way for his ultimate promise. So the people continued to languish. They languished with judges for rulers. They begged God earnestly for a king. 1 Samuel 8, 7 says, And the Lord Yahweh said to Samuel, Obey the voice of the people in all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they've rejected me from being their king over them. Just like the people begged God for rescue from Egypt, he gave it, and they didn't like it. The people gave God this reason for a king, 1 Samuel 8, 19-20. But there shall be a king over us that we may be like the other nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. They got Saul, who was handsome and strong, but they didn't like that, and they were still unhappy and unsatisfied. Oh, beloved, this is the same thing we ask the Lord for today. We look and see everything everyone else has. And we think if we just had this one thing, then we'd be happy. If we could just have this one more possession, then we would be satisfied. Oh, we we ask for things so that we won't have any more problems. Oh, but we're still left unsatisfied. And we look to government and politics to make us safe and to solve our problems. The truth of the matter is we want safety more than we want God. If government and politics could make us safe and happy, then the founding of the United States of America would be a utopia, right? The founding fathers would have created the ultimate promise of the United States of America, but we know that didn't happen. Lincoln would have fixed all things through the emancipation. Oh, but that didn't fix it. Franklin Delano Roosevelt would have solved all social ills with the New Deal, but we still have social ills. (laughs) Ronald Reagan would have provided ultimate safety through his war on the axis of evil and through the fall of the Berlin Wall. Oh, but we still have evil, and we still have war, and we still have trouble. George W. Bush would have solved it all with his compassionate conservatism. Oh, but we have not solved it. And Barack Obama would have healed us with his health care. Oh, but government is not the answer. We are a fickle people who look to everything else but God for satisfaction. And God allowed this from the people so that he could ultimately pave the way for his ultimate redemption. See, the ultimate king would come to rescue the people. And it wouldn't be in the way they would expect. And it wouldn't be in the time that they wanted. They would have 
to wait. And while they waited for what was to come, God sent prophets to point to the promise, to remind the people, as God had been doing all along, that he was at work, that they were his people, and that he would provide. And then God went silent, and they had to wait. Isaiah 43, 1-7 But now thus says the Lord Yahweh, who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord Yahweh, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba in exchange for you. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. And we wait. We are in need, and yet we wait. It reminds me of Randy and Michelle, a precious adopted couple. And they were waiting for the blessing of a child through domestic adoption. They were impatient, ready for another son to help with their barrenness. And I remember that birth mothers continued to choose them, but would change their minds at the last minute. And I remember Randy and Michelle calling and longing and expecting for a child to be their own. They, they, they wanted to adopt another child. They had a son and they wanted another son or another daughter to fill their quiver and to fill their hope. And the waiting was torturous and the waiting was hard. But ultimately, Luke came. His birth mother placed Luke into the home of Randy and Michelle. And, and not only did she place Luke into their home, but she had opportunities to be ministered to from Randy and Michelle. You see, she was a model, and Michelle had been a model, and they connected instantly, and Michelle was able to share the great truth of the hope of Jesus Christ. But they also had an opportunity to meet Luke's birth father. And through this meeting, they were able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Luke's birth father, at the day he met Randy and Michelle, came to know Jesus Christ. He came to be saved. Oh, and Randy and Michelle would tell you that Luke is a perfect fit for their family. And Randy and Michelle today, as Luke is a teenager, would tell you that Luke was well worth the wait. Oh, beloved, we are in need and we wait. Oh, but our Jesus, he is well worth the wait of Advent. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org backslash Advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus, our Savior. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you this Christmas to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast Advent Edition.